Hi, I'm Jim Stroud, and this is my podcast. The Christmas season is upon us, which means, among other things, Santa Claus will be delivering toys and gifts to all the good little boys and girls around the world. Free gifts are one of the reasons why Christmas is so deeply appreciated by the masses. Can you imagine if Christmas was more than once a year? What if it was once a month and all year round people were receiving free gifts in the mail, specifically a check for $500? Sound nice? Well, it's about to happen in Stockton, California. The free gift is called Universal Basic Income, and I think it's a bad idea. I'll tell you why after this. Black Friday and Cyber Monday are prime time for cybercrime. While you chase the best deals, hackers and criminals chase you with phishing campaigns, malware attacks, scammy banners, or fake e-commerce sites. Cybersecurity may seem very complex, but NordVPN makes it as easy as it gets. NordVPN's cutting-edge technologies shield your internet activity from hackers and malware, protect you on public Wi-Fi networks, and even block annoying ads. Go to jimstroud.com secure to get NordVPN at 75% off. This is a limited-time offer for listeners of the Jim Stroud podcast, so act now. Again, go to jimstroud.com slash secure to get NordVPN and secure your online shopping and internet browsing today. Universal basic income is loosely defined as free money from the government without having to meet any requirements. <laughs> the intent of universal basic income is to help people on the verge of poverty or to help people who are already in poverty uh, to get by. It's not a new idea. The concept was first explored in the 15th century by the author Thomas More, who after witnessing how capital punishment failed to keep people from stealing, said in his book, Utopia, the following. Instead of inflicting these horrible punishments, it would be far more to the point to provide everyone with some means of livelihood so that nobody's under the frightful necessity of becoming first a thief and then a corpse. Universal basic income has been in and out of vogue ever since. In 1969, President Nixon lobbied for a type of universal basic income when he pushed the Family Assistance Plan, which eventually died in the Senate. Now, I'm not sure, but I think President Nixon's inspiration came from another public figure, the Reverend Martin Luther King Jr. That is a great deal that the society can and must do if the Negro is to gain the economic security that he needs. Now, one of the answers, it seems to me, is a guaranteed annual income, a guaranteed minimum income for all people and for all families of our country. It seems to me... (laughs) 
It seems to me that the civil rights movement must now begin to organize for the guaranteed annual income, begin to organize people all over our country and mobilize forces so that we can bring to the attention of our nation this need and this something which I believe will go a long, long way toward dealing with the Negro's economic problem and the economic problem with many other poor people confronting our nation. I have the utmost respect for the Reverend Martin Luther King Jr. and have a deep appreciation for his life's work. However, on this issue, I must disagree with him. Universal basic income has actually been tried in Finland and it failed. Let me share with you some quotes from the Business Insider article, Finland is Killing Its World-Famous Basic Income Experiment. Since the beginning of last year, 2,000 Finns are getting money from the government each month and they are not expected to do anything in return. The participants aged 25 through 58 are all unemployed and were selected at random by Kila, Finland's social security institution. Instead of unemployment benefits, the participants now receive 560 euros or 690 US dollars per month tax-free. Should they find a job during the two-year trial, they still get to keep the money. While the project is praised internationally for being at the cutting edge of social welfare, back in Finland, decision makers are quietly pulling the brakes, making a U-turn that has taken the project in a whole new direction. The Universal Basic Income Experiment in Finland began in 2017, ended in 2018, with results to be published in 2019. So, what spurred on this experiment in the first place? Well, here's another quote from that same Business Insider article. Existing unemployment benefits were so high, the Finnish government argued, and the system so rigid, an unemployed person might choose not to take a job as they would risk losing money by doing so. The higher your earnings, the lower your social benefits. The basic income was meant as an incentive for people to start working. But in December last year, the Finnish parliament passed a bill that has taken the country's welfare system in quite the opposite direction. The new activation model law requires job seekers to work a minimum of 18 hours for three months. If you don't manage to find such a job, you lose some of your benefits. The reason for the turnaround in Finland is quite simple. The working population of Finland did not like the idea of giving away tax money to people capable of working for themselves. The news of the failed experiment did not reach Stockton, California, obviously. Nor was it brought to the attention of U.S. Senator Kamala Harris or U.S. Senator Cory Booker, who are now considering programs along the lines of universal basic income. 
That being said, and just to be fair, allow me to share with you some arguments people have made over the years for and against universal basic income. First, some of the pros. Point number one, universal basic income would be a security net for the millions of people who will be left jobless by the tech revolution. Research shows that the longer you are unemployed, the longer it takes to find employment. If the jobless had a small source of income to help them back on their feet, they could find new jobs and start contributing to the economy sooner. Point number two. There are lots and lots and lots and lots and lots of government organizations responsible for helping those in poverty, handing out unemployment benefits, food stamps, subsidized housing, etc. Universal basic income will replace all of those programs and thus significantly cut a country's spending. Point number three. Universal basic income would discourage low wages by giving employees bargaining power. After all, why would someone work for $7.25 an hour when they have a guaranteed monthly income paying so much more? Point number four. Universal basic income would end extreme financial poverty and enable people to stay in school longer and participate in training to improve their skills or learn a new trade. Considering those reasons, it would seem that universal basic income is the way to go. If you think that, take a moment and ponder the arguments against. Here are just a few. Point number one. A universal basic income program would likely come from programs that already fight poverty, like uh, food stamps or child assistance programs, things like that. So in effect, uh, universal basic income would be taking money from the poorest people and spreading it out to all citizens, even those who don't necessarily need it. Wouldn't that increase poverty and inequality rather than reduce it? Point number two. Giving people a guarantee of money each month will not incentivize them to work or necessarily improve their lives for the long term. President Barack Obama addressed this issue in a 2011 town hall address. He said, quote, I think we should acknowledge that some welfare programs in the past were not well designed and in some cases did encourage dependency. As somebody who worked in low-income neighborhoods, I've seen it where people weren't encouraged to work weren't encouraged to upgrade their skills, were just getting a check, and over time their motivation started to diminish. And I think, even if you're progressive, you've got to acknowledge that some of these things have not been well designed. Point number three. In 2016, Swiss voters overwhelmingly rejected a proposal to introduce a guaranteed basic income for all. The reasons why they rejected it? Well, according to BBC News, critics of the measure said that disconnecting the link between work done and money earned would have been bad for society. Hmm. For the record, I agree with that. They also said if you give away free Swiss money to everybody, you would have billions of people trying to move into Switzerland. 
The general thought they had was free money would make people lazy, devalue work, and most importantly, where would all this free money come from? Eventually, it would run out and people would no doubt rebel. That is, unless Santa Claus is real. <laughs> and if Santa Claus is indeed real, then universal basic income is a great idea. Of course, all of that is just one man's opinion. I want to hear yours. Feel free to email me. My email address is jimstroud at jimstroud.com. I will read your comments over the holidays and get back to you with my response on January 6, 2019, when I return with a brand new podcast episode. Be sure to subscribe to my blog at www.jimstroud.com and do that now so you don't forget <laughs> and also so you don't miss out on all the cool stuff being planned for 2019. Cool? Cool. Okay. So uh, until next time, Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. That's what ransomware is all about. It's psychological pressure. Ransomware, when your computer's hacked into and your data held ransom. Attacks are on the rise and Russian gangs are making billions of dollars. The moment I got that message, I knew our greatest fears that we ever have are starting to come true. The post-Cold War era is over. Dot com, the hacking. A new season from Crowd Network with me, Katie Puckrick. Just search for dot com, that's D-O-T-C-O-M, and subscribe.